0: If you've ever considered integrating AI tools into your online business, but haven't been sure which ones to use or even what to consider when you do, then this episode is for you. I'm sharing five AI tools I use within my own business and how I actually use them so that you can make an educated decision about what's right for you. Sound like something you need? Well, then let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home, but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? <laughs> hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mom at three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me not the other way around. And I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy to implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Before we jump into this episode, I wanted to let you know that I have just a few more openings for Mama Business Strategy Sessions this month. Here's the deal. In order to have a successful business, you have to have paying clients and customers. That means knowing who your ideal client is and how to reach them, understanding why your client should choose you over the competition and designing marketing systems that work to generate leads over and over again without sacrificing your family. That's exactly what a one hour mama business strategy session is designed to help you do. After the session, you'll be able to make your first sale or your 10th without feeling salesy, sleazy, or annoying everyone you know on social media. Overcome decision paralysis when it comes to the practical and technical side of running your business. And sleep well at night knowing you don't have to do all the things in order to be successful. Plus, you'll know the next right action step to take to jumpstart the next phase of your business life. Sound like something you need? Schedule your session today at sarahbrumley.com strategy. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com strategy. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. And I know that if you listened to my last episode, I think it was actually two episodes ago on the pros and cons of AI for online business, then you are probably really ready for today's episode. And honestly, I'm looking forward to it as well because I absolutely love tech and programs and automation and You kind of get the picture, right? But more than that, I love sharing tools that have worked for me and my own business. And you can be certain that when you listen and hear that I am only sharing things that I personally believe are effective and worth implementing long-term because I'm not interested in quick fixes like ever. Okay, so today I'm gonna share five AI tools that have allowed me to streamline, automate, or simplify areas of my business. And all of these are tools that I use regularly. So as I'm talking about them, I'm gonna give you actual examples of how these programs show up and are used in my business so that you can have an idea of how you might implement them in yours, okay? Now, quick disclaimer, I am talking about AI tools. And if you have not listened to episode 78, where I discuss the pros and cons of using AI for online business growth, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that one first before continuing on with this one, mostly because I'm going to be referencing some of the things I talked about, and this will all make a lot more sense if you have that knowledge already. Okay. Well, once you've done that, let's jump into these five tools. One of the first tools that I ever implemented in my business is Grammarly and I still use it to this day. So it's Grammarly, like grammar and then L-Y. But um, the original version of this program launched in 2009, and it became really popular in 2015, which was the year that I started using it. And I did need to go back and kind of look at what day or what year it launched because it's been such a useful program to me. But just noticing that it launched in 2009, but it didn't really take off to 2015. I just want a little side, note here, if you are working on launching your business, if you are working on growing your business and you are within that six-year time frame, look at how long it took to take this super successful AI program and make it actually um, open and available and knowledgeable or whatever um, known, I guess would be the right word, by the public. It took six full years. So remember Everything has to start somewhere. All right, well, I digress. Okay, let's just go back to what we're talking about here. But um, essentially, Grammarly is at its core a spelling and grammar checker. But it really does go a lot deeper than that. Grammarly actually considers the words on the page, corrects your tone and your tense usage, you know, like past and present, if you happen to be flipping from one to the other, you know, those types of things. And it recognizes passive voice. Okay, it also can point out areas that you can be more concise. And my favorite thing about this is that you can use it on any device. I actually have it installed as a browser extension on all of my devices, which means that whether I'm creating content on my website or writing an email or whatever else it might be, I can see recommendations from Grammarly. Honestly, I use it so much and it just has become such second nature that when my teenage daughter was using my computer this past week to fill out a job application, she got so irritated and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Why was she so irritated? And she was like, mom, this thing just keeps popping up and telling me that I'm doing this wrong. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's trying to help you. But she couldn't figure out how that was helpful. It was just annoying to her. And honestly, I couldn't figure out how she wouldn't want to use it. But it is just so second nature to me. And I think that that's a big part of tech in business, right? Because my business tech is just such an extension of me. And I've designed it that way. And honestly, Grammarly is a huge part of that. Now, another thing I love about Grammarly, and I actually referenced this in that last podcast episode, episode 78, but I love that it also offers a plagiarism tracker and If you listen to that episode, you know that I run other content through that tracker all of the time. I am consistently working with clients and even contractors, and I want to make sure that what they provide me is 100% new content. That not only does it reflect the company that we're building a website for or whatever else it might be, but that it's not going to be plagiarized or put somewhere else on the internet. And honestly, I just refuse to put my name or my company's name on something that's not unique. So this alone can be super helpful for anybody in business. Or if you happen to be an educator or have somebody working for you doing whatever it might be, this is just a good way to do a little checking before publishing something that could possibly impact your credibility. Now, Grammarly has a free version, which you can use. I used the free version for several years before I upgraded. I personally like the upgraded version for a few reasons and it's not that expensive in my, from my perspective. I can't remember exactly what it is off the top of my head at the moment, but I remember not thinking that it was a huge commitment of my financial resources and it's allowed me to have it on all of my devices. And for me, that's super valuable. So Grammarly is my tool number one. It is an AI tool um, and it is one that I use regularly within my business. Second to Grammarly and really rising to the top of my list quickly is CRISP AI, and that is CRISP with a K K R I S P. And honestly, if you haven't heard of or used it yet, then this one might blow your mind, especially if you're a busy mama, that's trying to keep up with all of the things in business and there's chaos happening behind you. So what is it? Well, it's background noise cancellation. No joke. Your mind's blown, right? I mean, mine totally was when I heard about this, but This is an app that you can download directly to your computer and connect with whatever microphone you regularly use. So in my case, I use a blue Yeti and all I had to do was a one-time setup. I connected crisp the app to my blue Yeti. And then I just made sure that crisp was selected as my microphone within whatever other apps I might use like zoom or my podcast recording software or my video recording software or whatever else I'm using. Okay. So then when the call's starts, Crisp engages immediately. And I use my Blue Yeti microphone just as I would normally, but there's absolutely no background noise. And you can definitely do this with just your computer audio if you don't have a special mic you use. All right. So don't feel like you have to run out there and buy a new microphone to make this happen. Personally though, I use Crisp every single day. I use it for meetings with business associates and clients. I use it when I'm recording podcasts or video content, and it just takes the stress out of worrying that my kid or my husband or the cat is going to create noise in the background. I've even had full-on meetings with people with a television show running on an iPad right next to my microphone, and they haven't been able to hear that on the other end. Of course, I can still hear it because it's right next to me, but the people listening cannot hear it. Isn't that amazing? I really just found this piece of tech. Like, I did some research because... I needed to work when my kids were home at times. And sometimes the only free moments I get are when things are happening and they're loud, but I don't have the time to edit all the noise out of everything I'm recording, or, you know, plague my potential clients with all the noise in the background. And crisp AI has been a super lifesaver in that regard. Now, the other thing that crisp offers is transcription of your meetings as well as meeting notes if you want them. So transcription is essentially taking the audio and putting it into written format. Okay. Personally, I've never used this feature within Crisp because I already have an integration in place with my project management system for that, but it might be something I'd consider in the future and quite honestly, just the fact that it's included for the price of Crisp makes it worth it. Now, there is a free version of Crisp which gives you up to 60 minutes of noise cancellation a day at the at this point in my recording. So I don't know what it will be in the future. I guess I just have to put that disclaimer out there. And then there is a paid version as well, which currently is $8 a month. And I have that version only because there are a lot of days when I am on calls or I am recording multiple podcasts in a row. And I just didn't want to feel like I was under that time constraint. So you can definitely go to sarahbrumley.com slash crisp and if you do that you get one month free of the pro version so if you want to try it out check out the transcription services and all of that you can get that one month free and you can cancel it at any time or you can downgrade to the free version if you don't find it to be useful for you but once again that's sarahbrumley.com crisp with a k K k-r-i-s-p all righty so The third piece of AI tech I use is Loom, which is the platform that I normally use to record my videos. And my favorite part of Loom is that I can record the video right within the app on my computer. It uploads automatically to their server space. And then I can share a link with whoever might need it all within moments. I don't have to wait around for it all to upload for my computer to catch up, all of those things. Nope. It all works within their system and it does so very quickly. Not to mention I can edit the video right there on their platform. It provides me with a full transcription and it eliminates those pesky likes and ums and other filler words from both the transcription and from my videos if I want it to. So that's really helpful. And it allows me to be able to be on the screen talking or to do a screen recording if I only want somebody to actually see my, my screen and not see me. So. I love this platform. I love the fact that all of my videos are stored there. So I never have to worry about where they are or how to access them. And I doubly love that I've been able to connect my crisp app, which means that there's no background noise in those videos. So super exciting, super highly recommend. Um, There is a free version. There's a paid version. Personally, I'm using the paid version because I use a lot of video for my courses and for my clients and contractors. It's kind of a something that I do when somebody asks me a question and a, it's a techie question. Most of the time I'll jump on and I'll create them like a one minute, two minute little video and then I'll send them the link so they can watch it. So there's not a lot of back and forth, but I do very quickly go over the free um, limit as far as the number of videos you can have. I think right now you can have up to 25 videos. So if you're not using it regularly, that might just be something to consider. Um, I do also think that the free version has a five minute video limit, but you know, if you're just doing quick little videos, that could be something great. So um, definitely an AI tool I recommend, and you can go to loom, L-O-O-M.com to find it if you want to. Now, my fourth tool, that is an AI tool, is transcription services. And I do have a few tools actually that I will talk about throughout um, this tool, I guess, but I recommend having a transcription service in some form within your business if you are producing audio or video content, or even if you just want to produce written content, but you want to give yourself voice memos or anything along those lines, okay? So, Transcription is considered AI and it is like I said for those that want to turn their audio or video content into written words on the page. Some of the services are so good that they can distinguish between multiple voices and some like I've already mentioned can remove even the filler words throughout the transcript. So can be very, very useful. Now I've talked a little bit about how crisp and loom can help with that. If you're already using their platforms, definitely use their transcription service because it's included as part of that payment. So you don't want to be out there paying for multiple tools. If you don't need to, I have also successfully used Temi T E M I and Descript as well. But those two do come with a pretty steep price tag, which is why they aren't at the top of my list of suggestions. I might even recommend, um, yeah, I don't know. They're not, they're not the top of my list just because they are expensive. Okay. They do a great job though. So definitely something to consider if you just need to do some quick, um, transcription. All right. Personally, I um, use a very, very, very techie integration with my project management system, and I've designed it to allow me to drop my recordings into a Dropbox folder and then have them converted into a transcript through a series of steps, which then drops it directly into my project management system. And it does work automatically because it was set up to do so but it really wasn't an easy standard setup or any of the above and it did involve me spending probably a couple of hours setting up a workflow of connections and Like I said, I love tech. This is the type of thing I love to do. So that didn't seem overwhelming to me, but it's not something I recommend for a beginner. Personally, I would use Crisp. I would use Loom. And then I would maybe jump over to Temi or Descript if I had something that I wasn't personally recording, but I needed to have that transcription from it. Okay. All of those programs have free and paid options. And so you can definitely look at those and decide which one might be best for you. Alrighty, So the final piece of AI tech that I'm going to talk with you today is one that I actually have used very minimally within my business, and that's chat GPT. And this might be one of those ones that you showed up to hear about this today. And once again, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the previous episode I did, it's episode 78 on using AI within your business. I really do recommend you do because I talk a lot about chat GPT in that episode, and I give you a lot of concerns I have. Have around making this a staple within your business and quite honestly I've used chat GPT only for help expanding on ideas and by that I mean when I have an idea for a podcast episode I might ask the program to give me 10 versions of titles that are related to that topic or to give me 10 related topics to whatever title I've chosen and My problem with this is I love content so much, right? And I actually rarely like the titles that they offer me because I know my potential clients so well. And I know that the things it's offering me are not the things that are going to resonate with you as my listener. So quite honestly, I'm using chat GPT's, um, offer whatever they, you know, whatever they're giving me, I'm using that just as a jumping off point. And honestly, sometimes we just need that. So I'm not discrediting it. All right. I do use it. Sometimes it's good to get those juices flowing and start to see things in a different way, but I do really have to make sure as I'm going through that I am thinking about you, my listener and what you need and what you want and how I'm solving your problem and then be able to, um, rework any of that or just scrap it all if it's not going to be something that serves you. So another option that I've heard recommended um, for use of chat GPT, and honestly, I've never found it useful though, is asking for keywords. And this is something I know a lot of business owners do, and you can get some additional ideas. Like I said, this is a good place to start So in preparation for this podcast episode, I went ahead and asked for some keywords, and this was the query that I put in. I just put in, give me 20 website design keywords for podcast episodes. And here is what it gave me. Um, I'm just going to read a few of them. Responsive design, user experience, branding, navigation, mobile optimization, color scheme, call to action, topography, graphics, social media integration. Okay. Those are just 10 of them, but you can see that those keywords, if that was what I was targeting, I would not be able to use those. I wouldn't be able to use responsive design as my keyword personally and probably get your attention. That's not going to be the thing that's going to intrigue you right? Or, you know, that's not the thing that you're going to be searching for when you are searching for my podcast episodes. So I really have to keep those things in mind. Those are great topics. Absolutely. However, they aren't necessarily the topics you're asking me for. So this is where I think that we can, we can use this platform. We can use this type of platform, but we need to use it cautiously. Okay. So I did go ahead and ask it for a new query. All right. Based on, I asked it based on, my previous query, could it also give me 20 website design keywords related to moms in business? Okay, so once again, I got some interesting ones. Responsive design for moms on the go. That doesn't really make sense, but whatever. User experience tailored to busy moms. Branding that resonates with moms in business. So you can kind of see that's getting a little bit more detailed, but I still have to use what I know about my industry and what I know about you in order to make it something that's going to be relevant to this podcast or whatever else I'm creating. Now, the one thing that I do find to be helpful to some degree is summaries. And if I have a full transcript, it can be really helpful to drop that into the chat GPT and ask it to summarize it. Now, once again, and I talked about this in this last, uh, or in that last podcast episode, episode number 78, but I'm going to just say right now, it's not hundred percent accurate, even with a transcript. And that was baffling to me. Absolutely baffling that I was giving it the exact information I wanted it to use, and it still wasn't coming out completely accurately. So that's something to consider. But it does help me narrow down what's important and might be something that I consider using in the future as I'm creating my show notes or just a brief summary of the content that I've already created. Personally, I think it's an extra step that I really just don't need to take it this time. But I wanted you to get an idea of how you might authentically implement ChatGPT or you know, one of its competitors within your business. If that's something you desire, I don't think it's all bad. I just think that you have to figure out a way to use it authentically so that you and your business are coming through to serve your client. Okay. Alrighty. That brings us to the action part of this episode. And we all know that action is where the dreams turn into the reality. And today's action step is this. Despite the fact that I have just given you all of these awesome AI programs and strategies, what I don't want you to do right now is run out and get them all. If you don't have your systems already in place and by systems, I'm talking about your content marketing strategy, your website, your email marketing platform, and your sales and onboarding systems, because these tools that I talked about today are add-ons, they're add-ons. They're bonuses that you can use to further your productivity within your online business, but they're not going to be helpful if you don't have a solid marketing strategy and systems foundation in place. So if that's something you need and you aren't sure where to start, snag a mama business strategy session today and let's iron out the details so that you know exactly what to do and when to do it to achieve that long-term success. You won't regret it. Either way, I just want you to know that I am cheering you on. You've got this mama. Have an amazing day and I will chat with you again next time.